1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. It is the G Back Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up at 3 o'clock, Cowboys offense talking points. Significant things that uh, we didn't get to from that, uh, quote, avalanche that hit the uh, Cowboys beat yesterday. We'll uh, talk more about that, and it's a can't-miss conversation coming up here in about 14 minutes, and another can't-miss one right now. It's time for Krusty's Corner. Here's Bradus.
2: Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that very much. Hey, I was – something real quick before I get to my combine thoughts. I was going through the Rangers media guide, you okay. know, the media guide. I was just kind of – you know, I'm always interested about what people put in the media guide about particular people. And uh, the Rangers happen to have a segment here or a section about Chris Young. Who's you know first uh, first year general manager, right? Yeah. And so they're talking about all the various things that he's done throughout his career, but they've got this down here at the bottom of his page: tallest general managers in professional sports history. Wow, the tallest? Oh, nope, nope. One of? He's not. He's not. Okay. When you when you saw that, I'm going to be honest with you. When I met Chris the other day, now wooly bully, bully, you've seen him before. Yes. You've walked in. Yes. And you, I didn't realize how damn big he is. Me yeah. neither. I mean, that that was shocking well, when he poked his head into the door. Right. And then I kind of went outside and introduced myself. He literally, I'm 6'3". And, I mean, I was way looking up at yeah, him. Yeah,
3: he was a dual sport starred basketball and in baseball. Yeah. And I think the the Sacramento Kings, was it, offered him uh, and and he passed on that to go pursue his his baseball career. And while he
0: was in the Ivy Leagues being a a, a super, super smart dude, like didn't just get there because he was a player and kind of be like, he's got a thesis that would blow your mind, but He's also he had a night where playing at Allen Fieldhouse versus the Jayhawks dropped twenty and ten on them bad boys. Ray LaFrance, so, right? Something yeah. like that. Or Raleigh Fingers, maybe. Rolf, or something. Yeah, <laughs> some 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 name like
2: <laughs> that. You know, like that. All right, but okay, I'm just gonna test you guys here, because okay, now you have to think of like athletes that have been general managers in all sports. Okay, so Vladdy Divak. boom. Yeah. Okay.
0: Magic Johnson.
2: Okay, he okay Vladdy would be number one. He's the tallest general manager at 7'1". Mm. Okay. The next tallest general manager is a current general manager in the league in the Western Conference. James Jones. No, it's not James Jones. Mm. He's This general manager is 6'11".
0: Oh, oh, this is the Boston Celtics guy who's now with the Jazz. Danny Ainge. Danny
3: Ainge. Nope, oh, no? not Danny four. Ainge. How, how tall is Danny Ainge? Son Six of a three. gun. 6'4".
2: This general manager's team is currently leading the Western Conference.
0: The the Who's the Nuggets who's GM? The Nuggets GM
2: Calvin Booth. Uh, oh wow, holy holy moly. it's Calvin Booth. Calvin Booth. I would is, never have guessed that. Calvin Booth is 6'11 and then okay, this uh, this next gentleman, he was a again, a former general manager, but he goes all the way back from 1989 to 1996. He played in a very famous game, where he was a little banged up. Willis Reed. Willis Reed is the he, next guy good there. Pull, good pull there, Willis, Willis Reed. He was impressive six, on the vlog by the way. Okay, this next one again. We're going to go through these until we get to until we get to our guy. This next guy is uh, uh, he's also six ten. He was a general manager of the Cleveland Cavaliers, Atlanta Hawks. Kiki Vandeweghe. Went to school at Duke. Oh, um, uh, Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry is absolutely right. He's six ten. Okay, here's the final one. This uh, this general manager is currently with an Eastern Conference team. Okay. He just traded away all his players. (laughs) Eastern Conference
0: team that sold the farm.
2: They're a team. They're the Brooklyn Nets. That'd be Sean Marks. Sean Marks. Oh. Sean Marks is 6'10". And then Chris Young, he, he clocks it at 6'10". Himself.
0: I was about to say, wow. he's got to be That's 6'10". Impressive. When Chris Young walked in this uh, little closet that we're in and, and he had to duck his head to get through the door, I yeah. went, wow, dude, okay, I was not expecting this. this he is had a- to have been super uncomfortable back he, then. He, like he looks like a basketball player. He looks like a big man like a rim protector.
1: The last guy in this room that tall, I believe, was the pitcher that came over from the Padres with thoracic outlet syndrome.
3: Giant guy. Uh, was it Gibson? Kyle Gibson? Oh, no, he didn't uh, come over from the Padres. No, uh, he was from guy. the Twins. I'll Google it up. Okay. But Kyle Gibson was a pretty big dude. All right. 6'6". Six well,
2: six. I'm going to give you uh, uh, some thought about, uh, by the way, Wooly Boy, I was going to ask you this question. Yeah. Kalijah Kansi. Oh, the defensive tackle from Pitt. Yeah, did you just see what he ran at the combine? Uh, I saw a tweet about it that his second run was
3: faster than his first. What was it? Like a four seven four? Four seven three. Holy four, smokes! Four
2: seven eight the first time out. Four seven Dude, three. Dude, Brian,
3: we were talking about this off air. Like I'm seeing him getting mocked in the top ten now, and people are just thinking he's the next Aaron Donald. And I I like him a lot. I think he's really good, but I don't see Aaron Donald when I watch him. Like I right. thought Donald might be maybe the best player in his draft class. Yeah. I don't think this dude's the best player in the draft type of good.
2: Yeah. It, you know, if you look at various sites have him, like I know Mo have the guy's have like his, in the top 30. Now, Gavin, let me tell you, and, and Chief, let me tell you, this guy's six foot tall. He's a defensive lineman that's six foot tall, 275 pounds. He just now, we ran, you know, 473.
0: If, I'd like to know what his 10-yard split is.
2: See, now I want to ask you this question. If the Cowboys at 26, and we've talked about defensive tackles yeah, before. We have. And he's a three-tech that's a pass rusher guy. Exactly. Exactly. I know they've played
3: with Leroy Glover. Okay, Listen, I'm glad you brought him up because okay. I wanted to ask you. Okay. My comp for him would be more Leroy Glover than an Aaron Donald. Is that? Do you I think that's fair. That
0: has to be fair. It wouldn't be fair if you comped him to Aaron Donald because Aaron Donald might be the greatest defensive player to ever play the sport. So I think, it, yes, Walt, Chuck, doing Leroy Glover instead is plenty fair. What
3: do you What do you think? Because you
2: you brought I, Leroy I, Glover in. I'm didn't just you? telling you what this guy is. I I think that Leroy Glover's a little bit quicker okay. of a player, but I'm just so curious about a guy because this is this whole combine thing. A lot of these guys working out now. It's going to be about slight built wide receivers. It's going to be about slight built cornerbacks in this draft. And now you've got a guy that might be one of the best players in the draft, as far as not best player, but when you start talking yeah. about defensive tackles. Sure. Could you guys be on board with a six foot? 275 pound defensive tackle
1: if he's super strong and gets leverage on guys and you can see evidence of him going against nfl caliber linemen and having success with that yes i think it's a legitimate red flag if a defensive lineman's under six two um so you know but if the film says he can play then i think you know guys can overcome it guys can overcome it uh, in a lot of sports
2: I just wonder about this, though, if, you know, that first-round pick, you just want to make the safest pick you can make. And I wonder if a guy, you know, with a team that kind of, you know, likes, uh, you know, size and length and all that, would this guy even be one of their best players on their board when they got down to it? I mean, this guy's – guy's an incredible player. So you brought up a, in the comp when we talked about it the other day to Ed Oliver. Mm-hmm. The, I think it's Houston I, kid. Yeah, I think Ed Oliver's probably a better player than this kid, but he hasn't played like that. He was a 10th overall pick with Buffalo. So, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. So Daniel Jeremiah just put up a side-by-side measurable comparison. Ed Oliver and Kansi at the combine. Height and weight. So Oliver, 6'1", 7'8", Kansi, 6'1". Weight, both. Oliver 287, Cansey 281. Arm length, Oliver 31 inches and three fourths, Cansey 30 and five eighths inches. 40-yard dash, both of them 4.73. 10-yard spit split. split. One six three for Oliver. One six four for Kansas. I had a ten yard uh, spit before. Yeah, well, you're More doing than a once. good job.
0: Um, I, I I don't necessarily the player. I, I don't I don't know anything about him. But drafting a defensive tackle there at 26 doesn't totally hype me up. Uh, so, but if he was if he was a player like. If he was a player that you guys really liked, I wouldn't be super against it. But at twenty six, I wouldn't mind it. going going round one D tackle. Who might be at Oliver? Nah, eh, not for me, man. I think we I think there's going to be a better player there. That's just that would just be my guess at a position that would be more like a, a value position. Hey, yeah. do we get a good corner? Are we getting a wide receiver? Well, like a, a position that is higher on the value chart? Probably have a corner there. And we got Osa Digizua.
2: Yeah, and I'll tell you this, and, and Zach, give me, would you rather have the, the, corner, the cornerbacks that they visited, the Dallas Cowboys, and this is coming from our friends at Blogging the Boys, uh-huh. they visited Joey Porter Jr. and then Devin Witherspoon from Illinois. Who would you rather have of the two before we get out of here? Porter. I, I think Porter's
3: better. Witherspoon, people love. Witherspoon's a little bit grabby for me, and I like him. But if you watch him against Michigan, late in that game, Michigan picks at him, and they draw two penalties against him that he gets called to move the football down, and they kick a game-winning field goal. And that makes me a little bit nervous. That How is that going to translate? I had one of the same concerns. We got to ask J.C. Horn that question. Right. And J.C. Horn said, look, I know how the game's called in college. Yeah. I can get away with some of that stuff. I know I won't be in the NFL and I'll go ahead and change how I play. I, maybe Witherspoon's the same
2: way, but I think Porter's a better player. I think Porter's a better player. Thank you, General. Appreciate you, man. I think
3: uh, uh, Carter Freeman
1: has uh, received a gift. Uh, looks like some Tiff treats have been delivered uh, to the studio. So nice. Happy birthday to Carter Freeman to coordinate your video. and. You know, he does a pretty good job there. Uh, so it's, it's good to see him get recognized there on on, him, on his birthday. You know, we, we uh, razz him quite a bit, um, you know, and sometimes we question if he's committed, if he's all in. But one thing I know for sure is that everybody deserves to be recognized on their birthday. So it's good to see even even a guy like Carter Freeman get in there. Cowboys offense talking points, a few uh, significant ones we did not get to yesterday that are quite juicy, and we'll try to decipher exactly what Mike McCarthy means next in the GBAC Nation. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours